You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. In a world filled with cigars, craft beer, comics, movies, and video games, only two men are brave enough to search out all things nerdy. It's the Cigar Nerds Podcast! And welcome to the Cigar Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Smoking Joe, and back by popular demand, and also because Brad got an emergency uh, deployment. <laughs> the Ginger Avenger, Amanda, has returned. Yes, of course. As always, at your service, dear. Your one fan will be ecstatic. My one fan. <laughs> you know what? I quit. Screw you. Screw you guys. I'm going home. So this week, my one fan—that's that's some low shit, man. Uh, well, your one verbal, like, uh, outspoken fan, because that's oh. that's the. You know, we we did get one, yeah. Suggest like have her back. Oh, so, you did? Yeah. yeah. Didn't tell me about it. What's the matter? You afraid my ego might explode? They texted you too. Oh yeah. That, okay. <laughs> that fan. Yep. Never mind. I got <clears> it. <throat> uh, that fan. Never mind. So your your uh, requests have been answered thanks to a emergency trip to Seattle. Uh and this week we are smoking the, or I'm smoking the Drew Estate Undercrown Dojo Dogma 2022 edition. Yes, I know. I'm an idiot, and I didn't make it to the cigar store. It's fine. <laughs> the shop, whatever. Yes, this is a uh, collaboration between Cigar Dojo and Drew Estates, and it's marking their tenth uh, anniversary. Got a nice uh, Mexican San Andreas wrapper. With Connecticut Habano binder and filter fillers of Nicaraguan Habano Brazilian Matafina. Hey, I've been to Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I do like a good uh, San Andreas wrapper. Uh, it, I don't know. It's it's Maduro, but it has just kind of just like an extra punch to it with mm. that uh, Mexican San Andreas. But. Kind of the only the downside of this is it's a it's kind of a, a lot smaller than my normal uh, everyday smokes. So well, yeah. Coming in at a, uh, I believe it's a six by forty eight. So feel, a feels a bit for small it's for me. It's a little small for you. Well, then hand it over and I'll smoke it, and you can do without. <laughs> uh, my hands make the cigar look tiny. <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah, not going there. We already had this conversation last night. It's the charm. Remember, it's got nothing to do with your hands. <laughs> uh, ah. Got a little interference going on there. Yeah, I see that. Uh, so, yeah, this is supposedly has a kind of a uh, black pepper, earthy, dirt. cinnamon brown. The word you're looking for is dirt. <laughs> brown sugary confection. Pepper yeah. and brown sugar. Yes. Okay. That's an interesting combination. Well, you know, since you don't. No cigar flavors can tra transition throughout the cigar, so yeah, it may you may not have the cinnamon brown sugar and pepper at the same time. I mean, we just just lit this up, so mm. you know, there's uh, that's yet to be determined. But speaking of new things, what are we uh, discussing this week? I'm not gonna get this right, I've been talking about it at work all day. Ah, The Witcher Blood Origin. Blood yes. Origin, that's it, right? Cool. The next chapter of the Netflix Witcher saga. Uh, but this time, no uh, 
No Gerald, Gerald, Gerard. Yeah, however you pronounce his name. Gerald. No Henry Cavill, because this one is a prequel and a limited uh, series. So it's only four episodes. So you got time to, yeah, if you haven't watched it yet, to turn this off and come back in about four hours when you finish it and join in the discussion. Once you start watching it, you're going to watch all four hours anyway. At least (laughs) I did, because, you know, once you get started, you get hooked and... And if you've got to take on a corrupt elven empire, you should call in the Strike Force. Strikeforceenergy.com. Use your promo code CigarNerds for 20% off your order. You don't even have to use Chaos Magic. Just use your promo code. That'll get you uh, all the energy you can you can stand. I don't know. Does, does caffeine have an effect on elves? Is that... I don't know. Dwarves like smoking mushrooms. So. Well, who don't like smoking mushrooms? I mean, come on. <laughs> Time to go on a vision quest. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, we will be right back with the show. You're nothing, you're less. You're broken, a mess. Defeated and hopeless, you'll sink to the depths. The oppressors are mighty, way greater in strength. Let history warn you, resistance means death. Forget all they've told you For history's fine glow Is tarnished by those Who don't want you to know The power of your stories Your songs and yourselves To take back the land For the dwarves and the elves So sing loud and proud The song of the seven Be you halfling or gnome Be you dwarven or elven You carry their stories No oppressor can hide them Carry their glories And rise We will rise Sing loud and proud The song of the seven Be you halfling or gnome Be you dwarven or elven And welcome back here we are uh, in the far, far away land of the nerd cave. <laughs> yeah. About to return to the, uh, whatever, Centralia or whatever the... Or, Zentrea. I, yeah, because Centralia is the town from uh, uh, Silent what? Hill. Oh, no. Zentrea. I think it's... Yeah, it was Zentrea. That was how it was pronounced. It was like this, basically the home seat of one of the lands anyway. Yeah, so this is... Uh, Witcher Blood Origin, uh, which takes place approximately 1,200 years before the events of the, the Witcher first series, two yeah. Witcher seasons. And <clears throat> also, if, you've, there's, if you haven't watched it, there's an animated Witcher movie on Netflix. Uh, I think it's like something, The Origin of the Wolf, maybe? I can't remember the name of it right now, but it's also a prequel, which shows like a young... Geralt. Uh, Geralt. Uh, which is actually, I mean, it's like, I mean, Witcher, it's based off a video game and book series and I've never played or read either because we were talking about it today. I've heard they're both really good and really worth getting into, but I, we were talking about it at work. So yeah, this is kind of a testament of how good this series is, is because the reason I haven't played it or read it, I'm not a Dungeons and Dragons type of nerd i i hate magic and sorcery and medieval times i prefer you're just wrong i'm a science nerd like i love like futuristic shit so like i was like eh witcher whatever and then i finally watched it i'm like after i saw some like uh, i saw some clips of i think like one of the first fight scenes i'm like 
All right, you know, I'm violence, I'm down with some uh violence some, uh, it calls me good good sword play. Mm-hmm. So I was like and then it was like fucking hooked. So mm-hmm. I mean we're still waiting on season three, uh, which is theoretically coming out sometime this year. We don't have a release date yet. Oh, I thought it got moved to next year, but I could be wrong. I don't know. Maybe a something I had seen. I don't know. No, because it's already it's already been filmed. Uh I mean this is Henry Cavill's last last hurrah. He's he's not returning to the series after this final season. Supposedly they're replacing yeah, him with a well, Hemworth. They all say that. Uh, no, no. Uh-uh. Not Chris, but the other one, Liam. Oh, well, eh, still <laughs> still not a good thing. But I've not heard if he's going to be the same character, if they're going to follow a different Witcher or what. But well, yeah. eventually you all get to retire. <laughs> that in, case, in this case, line of work, it kind of means dead, but still you get to retire eventually. But yeah, we got a... But how many other times have somebody said, I'm not doing that ever, ever again? And yeah, okay, they offered me enough money for me to do that again. <laughs> but then again, this is kind of, I guess, proof that you don't have to have Cavill to make a good Witcher series. Because, I mean, even though it's only four seasons, I mean, four episodes... Would it have carried through a whole season, though? Would it have gone far enough for a whole season? Because they kind of cram-packed it all tight into there. You probably, well, I mean, the regular season's only eight episodes. could have stretched it. But would it be enough to start up a whole, do a whole nother season? No, this is a one-off. This is a limited series. They told the story they needed to tell. And, but, like I said, it's, it's only four episodes where the regular Witcher is, I mean, it's like four hour long episodes, like where the regular Witcher is, I think, eight or so. But, yeah, I know, it, taking, I guess, the filler out of it. Kind of hooked you, hooked you in. There wasn't like a slow episode. There was like I don't know. Things were such like you first know. First one was kind of like I'm like uh, I'm not sure I'm gonna get into this. And then by the second and violence and gore and it yeah I'm in. I'm yeah, in. once the uh, all the way. Let's do it. Once the takeover started, you know, because yeah. you got to introduce some characters. But then after that, it's like yeah, it's keeps you keeps you like you know hooked in there. Like you said, you watched it in a single single sitting. I think I watched like at, like over two days, like a half and oh, a half. No. No, no, I manned up and did it all in one. So, yeah, but speaking of, like, catching you, like, it starts with some literal bloody violence. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, we just, there's there's no, like, build up. It goes, like, straight hard out the gate where we... We sh- kill we our jump entire directly. families and everybody's families because we're just, that's how we roll. I mean, we're jumped directly into a battle between uh, elven forces and some kind of uh, human army. I'm, I'm no, there wasn't the... humans. They didn't yeah. have humans. Yeah. No. Oh, okay. I see. Never mind. Never mind. The yeah, all right. We're all talking right, about right. Jackster's. Uh... Jockster. Yeah, Josker. Yeah, Shut I always up. get him and the dude from uh, Xena Warrior Princess confused. I don't. <laughs> I'm just the I am one. a magic nerd, so Xena and all that. Yeah, I'm all down. Zena's my hero. Yeah, uh, Joey. And my hall pass. Batty, uh, Jasker, who, as we saw in the last season of The Witcher, is like a, uh, he's kind of evolved past simple, uh... Simple bard. Bard, where he is now kind of a, a helping to smuggle elves that are being oppressed, uh... Codenamed uh, the Sandpiper, mm-hmm. and he got a cool leather jacket and, a, as he said, a uh, a fancy hat. <laughs> <laughs> I 
But yeah, apparently he got uh, arrested for his crimes at some point, and the elves had come to rescue him. So we we are literally dropped right into a bloody, bloody battle in the rain with like the waters running with blood, and then all of a sudden, yeah, then you have everything pauses. <laughs> yeah, everything just stops. It's like, oh, I entered the matrix, but maybe not. And parental advisory ahead of time, just because I'm bad mom who lets my kids watch this with me, because my youngest was definitely invested. But there was less titties this season. There was less titties. There was a lot more violence, but then she lives with me, so violence is not that unusual. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was a lot of bloody violence, but not as much, like, sex and nudity as there was in, like, the actual Witcher series itself. Which, that was mainly season one. Season two was a little, a little tamer, but, uh... Yeah. I didn't make it all this easy to do yet, so... Spoiler alert for me. <laughs> I don't know if I, I kind of want to see, you know, some more of Jennifer's titties, but that's just me. Maybe we'll get that in season three. Who knows? Hopefully. <laughs> it's a big draw. But, uh, yeah, so... He's so approached by, speaking of ageless people, uh, Mini Driver as... I don't even know if they... I mean, in the Wikipedia, they name her as Son Chai, them... but I don't remember them actually I don't think they said her, her name, name at any point or at least not pointing it out but like, it's Minnie Driver I mean who yeah. doesn't know who Minnie Driver is but yeah she's basically like some kind of interdimensional powerful being he's like are you a monster that's gonna eat me without salt which he seems like he's like <laughs> that's the more offended part I'm offended that you're not you're just a, gonna not you're even gonna season not me gonna flavor there's not gonna be flavor you gotta use seasoning but yeah, she appears and plucks him out of this battle because she's like, I've got a mission for you. She's like... She may have taken him to a whole different plane because, I mean, it's <laughs> snowing all of a sudden and it's everything's clean and, you know... But I love their interaction where he's like, she's like, I basically am the Watcher, kind of if you're familiar with the Marvel Universe where... That's a know, good comparison. I, I collect uh, songs and... I'm, you're a, a, a bard and I'm a, a, a storyteller... And I collect stories and bring them back to the world when they're needed. And if the elves are going to survive, they need I need you to bring the story back. So yeah. you need to bring the story back to life. And he's like, let me guess. A bunch of warriors come together to stand up to an overwhelming force and, and be victorious. It's like, lady, it's been done to death. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, oh, really? So a story of seven warriors that took on an undefeatable empire... Uh, created the first Witcher and then also caused the convergence that we've talked about in the other shows, which mm -hmm. is when the, basically the world... The worlds kind of the, collided and everything became... Yeah, because at one point there was just elves and then when the... When well, the, elves and dwarves. They call, they what were, they called it, the... Uh, convergence is what they called it. This, of the spheres. Yeah, the, the convergence spheres. of spheres. That's what brought humans and monsters to the world and of course... I'm pretty sure there was monsters already, just different kind of monster. Yeah, humans. Uh, yeah, humans just fuck everything up. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. That's pretty much how it works. And he's like, admittedly, no, I've not heard that story. That's a little different than what I was thinking. <laughs> and like, he's like, so you're telling me the first Witcher was a badass elf? That's really gonna piss off Geralt. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> Anything to make Geralt mad. And then basically these next four episodes is her telling him the story so he can write a, a new song, song a to inspire of, the people. Yeah, the Ballad of the Seven and, you know. Which, 
even he's like, why me? Like, I'm just a dude. She's like, no, you're the Sandpiper, freer of elves. He's like, no, that's just a title. It's a job. I'm just a human. And she kind of, and we get that later on with, uh, when we get into our seven, you know, she's like, no, like you're more powerful than you know, because stories and songs hold more power than you realize because they offer hope. And yeah, it can inspire people and, and lead them, lead them on. It's kind of like, there's a famous quote, uh, by, uh, general, uh, Hercule. Huh? <laughs> Herculitis. It's really small in here because I want to make sure I got it right. It's uh, it's like one out of every 100 men. Ten shouldn't even be there. Eighty are just targets. Nine are the real fighters, and we are lucky to have them, for they make the battle. Ah, but the one. The one is a warrior, and he will bring the others back. Okay. I'll give you that. I was almost at Hercules. No, it's Herculitis. Herculitis. That sounds like a disease. Famous Roman general. He said some cool shit. <laughs> I'm having a death. Their faces of death video just kind of like a flashback. Whatever. Mitsumashi. Say what? Did you fall down a hole? There's a, a famous samurai too that mm. said some cool shit that we still. For a minute there, today. I thought you were going to go pen is mightier than the sword. Honestly, that's where I thought yeah. you were going with that. But it's the like... belt fed M60 is mightier than the sword. Yes, dear. <laughs> A flamethrower, fuck know. yeah, flamethrowers. Yes, yes. I mean, that's know. real chaos magic. <laughs> that is not magic. Magic is awesome. Science is good. Magic is awesome. I mean, is science not just magic? Not just science that people don't understand. <sighs> I mean, a cell phone would be magic to like a caveman. Yes, but you're. See, this is why. This is why it doesn't work because real magic is. Obviously not real, but it's created inside oneself, not outside by some... Levioso. Shut up. (laughs) Go there. Go there. See what happens. Mr. Potter. (laughs) I will eat you. You understand that, right? I will feed you to my fucking dragon. So, yes, uh, she starts... Starts... starts, She uh, What (laughs) the hell? Starts telling... Jackster of the story of the seven, which apparently is the A team of elves. <laughs> no. Why? Why are you gonna take it and screw it up? I mean, by that logic, it's it's Snow White and the six dwarfs. Okay, so no, there's only one dwarf. It was yeah, six but... elves. No. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So the first of our team we meet is Fajal Stone uh, Stoneheart. Leader of the dog, or not, member of the dog clan. Basically, there's, in this long forgotten time of elf superiority. There's basically three three kingdoms and three clans that one each serves in its individual kingdom. Basically, yeah, each. each, Three uh, leaders and they each have their own clan of warriors below them that are. They're kind of like the the emperor's guard. Yeah, kind of. Like, so, you know, they have their own military and generals, but then they have this kind of trusted clan of elves that are their personal bodyguards to the mm. king, whoever it it may be. Personal warriors, assassins, that kind of... Yeah, so, Dog Clan is the uh, the ones who follow uh, the kingdom of... Cent- what was that word again? Zentrea? Zentrea. <laughs> uh, and then you we don't also need have, magic, uh, you just need a thesaurus. <laughs> yeah. That's the other reason why I don't like... Uh, 
fantasy and shit, the names are always too damn hard to pronounce. They for are me. not. You just gotta pay attention. It's, it's fucking magic guy. <laughs> the original kingdom had the dog clan as their soldiers, which is why the you know. Yeah. The original kingdom we're talking about anyway, and they were trying to make a peace treaty between the other two. So. Yeah, because basically they've they've been at a thousand year war, and they're like, we're out of supplies. We're all gonna starve to death unless we come together. So the new king is like. Let's call all the clans, all the together, and we are going to let's get all three kingdoms treaty. together and sign a peace treaty between us so that we can, you know, all survive. But uh, our homeboy uh, does not uh, make it to that meeting because oh, he makes it to the meeting. No, he doesn't. He's banished before that meeting. Oh, wait a minute, not that homeboy. Okay, I thought you were talking about the king. No, king. I'm still talking about uh, Heartstone, our, our, our first of the seven. Yeah, because uh, he uh, the assassins tried to kill the. The king, because mm-hmm. as we find out, the generals and the mages are deciding that like we need to do away with the the uh, the ruling a, a class, Christa, a Chris, uh, Asta aristocracy. There you go, another big <laughs> word. Jesus Christ! I mean, I can so it's my some... high Scrabble for- scores that keeps me on the show, isn't it? Because <laughs> I, mean, I have high Scrabble. You want to talk some scientific terms? I, I can, I can, you know, throw out some, you know. I'm set. You're saying, go ahead. Quantum you, physics. You know, say like you want to just text me when you remember what you're trying to say. I, I, I can't pronounce the made up words. I, I can give you some, some, uh, yeah. Anti-disestablishmentarianism. Yes. That, that's not a made up. Ballistic word. coefficient. Oh, well, so what? <laughs> can you spell it? Corollas, uh, Corollas. Excuse me? <laughs> oh. Cut, cut. We got to start over. Everything's Coriolis gone to effect, hell. Yeah. I got it confused with Toyota Corolla effect. Oh my god! But anyway, yeah. So the princess, uh, the king's sister, bangs the uh, the the guardsman, and he gets banished. Because <laughs> you're not allowed to have sex with the princess. You just can't do that. But you got to give it to the princess. She's the only one that's actually looking into history because she's the one actually she's. Comes off, starts off anyway, is such a positive force. It's like, yes, we need to know our history. We need to know these things because they'll happen again. And this is what's going to propel us into the future. Yeah, because like, you know, in the other Witcher, like elves are enslaved or persecuted. And basically the human kingdom is built on top of the ruins of the elven kingdom and the Elven Kingdom was built on top of the ruins of the Dwarven Kingdom. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> it's she was Can't right. History did kind of repeat itself. Can't we all just get along? No, we cannot. You have big ears and you're short, and that's a problem. We can't have that. That doesn't work <laughs> together. Uh, but I got to say, I, I I like his fighting style. He's like, and that too. If if you like accents, apparently all the all the elves were the either Scottish or Irish. I can't quite. Place Who the, doesn't uh, like accents? The, uh, I think it's Scottish for the, the accents, most part. But... Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he's like Viking elf. Like him, oh, his yeah. preferred weapon is like a badass uh, battle battle axe. axe. <laughs> and they even kind of dress in like leather so no, and furs. No Geralt, but you know, you still got man candy. It's it's still. Which dude looks like a young Strangeway? Like if Strangeway uh... did some push-ups. And, and got all buff. Ooh. <laughs> Jesus, you're just going to throw everybody under the I bus. I mean, he's today. not like I was and still a little am, but dude was like, you know. He was ripped. Ripped. Definitely ripped. 
but yeah, he still kind of had dad bod, which is good because you like kind that. Of, yeah, the, the beard. I mean, yeah, he, yeah, he looks like young pictures of Strange Way. <laughs> if anyone <laughs> knows him, I don't think that I've never seen young pictures of Strange Way, but I don't think that's what Strange Way looked like before. But uh, but I don't know. Even Brad was like, I was like, dude, when you watch it, it's gonna blow your mind. It's fucking Strange Way, and he's like, fuck it is. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get him an axe. Strange way when he was a badass. Maybe this. Maybe that'll be Strange Way's costume this year. Uh, He's gonna, you know, go to Dragon Con as Stoneheart. And then we have uh, Ellie, uh, played by Sophia Isla. It's spelled Ellie, but it's, I don't pronounce it wasn't though. It was Isla, the Lark. Yes, that's that name I can pronounce. The Lark. She's like kind of the Jackster of old. She's a a uh, bard, our former. Warrior, but member she was a of the former, you know, mercenary and assassin, and then became a bard because she said, "I'd had enough. I've had enough of this." The Raven Clan, which is basically the Dog Clan from one of the other kingdoms, and you know, when she went to basically learn sword fighting, her her sword mother uh, had a, I think she called it like a, it's like a harp, uh, key harp, key harp, yeah. And Hanging she's like, I fell in love with the music, and I gave up the the warrior's while you know lifestyle to to spread you know Hope love and joy through my music but she still got them skills cuz when she's in a bar like you know doing her thing and somebody comes in uh Wanting to start some, some shit. shit she like starts you know pulls out some throwing knives that are <laughs> hidden behind her <laughs> well it's cuz the ser- the serving woman's la- lady's daughter was you know they thought they were going to let's break this one in it's 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 ripe enough but you know and then she like kills them and continues singing, which is pretty. But she talented. doesn't kill them because, like I said, she's well, she's no. given up that. But you know, she ends up. Yeah, you know, she throws knives into their kneecaps. I kneecaps mean, it's a like... bunch of them, <laughs> and then goes right back to playing. She's like, yeah. oh, I apologize. I can't stand uh, like rudeness, and then sits like out and finishes her song. It wasn't her that was talking about the <laughs> your, your step ahead, your page ahead. <laughs> no, that's not... she's. Like, I can't st- abide by bad manners. That wasn't her. Yes, it was, motherfucker. Go no, back and watch it. No, no. You, you're talking about later on. I'm okay. talking about there after right. the, what she says to the patrons after she knifes everybody. Okay. Was they were being uh, rude. Rude. Yes, dear. All right, I think so. You said, better like have. I, said, some I cannot ahead. abide bad manners. Is that what? Has, what exactly? What she said. If you ever get kidnapped by the Fae, just remember you got to have your manners. They don't like bad manners. <laughs> uh, and of course, she gets thrown into uh, their version of jail. For, and she's like, how come anyone who gets their ass kicked has to go whine to the uh, yeah. <laughs> the 5-0? Because you got your ass kicked by a girl. That's why. <laughs> and of course she runs into uh, Frajal. Uh, he's also... And, she's like, and he's like, I promised I would kill you. He's like, don't worry about it. I'm no longer dog clan. I'm just doing my best to stay drunk and... Yeah, degrade myself at, at all possible <laughs> locations. Let's talk about that prison cell, though. They were thrown into the most pathetic attempt at a prison cell I've ever seen, because... Have you, you ever l- tried to break out of a wood box? No, but I'm pretty sure I can manage. It's wood. <laughs> I have a big axe. It's wood. We they got didn't have this. any weapons in the cell. Well. And they had guards with swords. Yeah, she manages to steal Homeboy's necklace and pick the lock with it. Yeah. <laughs> And then he doesn't have any money to pay the whores. I mean, he was... Guy just got out of jail. Gonna go get some whores. Yep. <laughs> Gonna go get some whores, and they told him all you can get for free is a cat. You want yeah. the cat, you can have the cat. <laughs> Poor cat. Uh, Peter's gonna be all over this shit. <laughs> but it's alright. 
But yeah, their perspective clans show up and try to bring them back home because they're like, hey, we're signing a peace treaty. They want everyone back, even you fuckers. But then they get attacked by assassins. Mm-hmm. And I, I love, she's like, her sister gets killed and and uh, yeah, she's doing a good job of taking dudes out. And then he shows up and like acts some guy that's about to get her. And he's like, hey, you got my fucking necklace. <laughs> and then one dude like, takes off running and he's like, I hate fucking running. And it's like throws the damn ax and catches him. Like I said, there is, there is some level of dad bod there. He's like, I'm not running to chase. You. I'm not going to fucking chase you. I'm just going to take you down this way. I'm not going after you. I'm, I have, I understand that. I don't chase. I'm not chasing anything either. I'm not running after nothing. That's why I work so hard at fighting. I'm like, oh, fuck, I can't run from shit. <laughs> I got old man knees. I, <laughs> Too many years of smoking. Not going to run. Uh but yeah, so they figure out that the assassins are actually members of each kingdom's military. So they're mm-hmm. like, there is some fuckery going on. We need to get back and Well, then you get back to this peace up. treaty and, and supposedly suddenly it's not so peaceful. You got the young princess who's like, you know, let's do this. I love you. I'm, I'm going to be the light of the world. And then, no, I'm going to fucking assassinate everybody that came to this peace meeting. Yeah, so including they, my own brother because I don't give a fuck. Yeah, because they're like, we can... He's going to marry me off to somebody and I don't want to get married off. Fuck him. Fuck him all. Like, we can control the armies, but the clans are too loyal. We need to take out the uh, the leaders and their protectors. So, the dark uh, mage, uh, Treef Druid Balor, summons some kind of, like, fucking lightning dragon and just <laughs> fries everybody. I mean, it kind of looks like a Demogorgon mixed with a dragon, mixed with, oh God, there was a creature. It's, what was the creature's name at the end of Stranger Things? The the, the Mind Flayer? Yes, that one. It kind of <laughs> looks like that, except with wings. They had the big flesh spider. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, yeah, so they just... And then it had three electro- electric tails, too. So Yeah, because this is in a world before monsters that are like, what the fuck is this guy? <laughs> because, you know, the... Obulisks. He's got a creature, and the creature shoots lightning, and we don't know what to do about it. <laughs> yeah, apparently, uh, you know, Homeboy figured out how to work the obelisks and went into another realm and met some kind of demon... Spirit ball, Tinkerbell-looking... Yeah, that, like, promises him, like, you know, chaos magic if he... Makes the correct sacrifice to it, to yeah. deserve it. And basically, he tricks all the... Everyone into, like... Yeah, like, we're starving to death, so why don't we use this to invade other worlds and basically take resources to, yeah. you know, refill our own uh, our own squandered uh, yeah. <laughs> gray Princess mills. has gone insane. She didn't like the idea of getting married off, and she has gone insane and just become power-hungry and said, I'm going to rule everything, <laughs> just fucking everything. Which is kind of an interesting twist. Like, when it starts off, you're thinking she's kind of a pawn in all this, where, you know, they're like... Yeah, you're going to be the empress. And then as soon as she like well, she comes out to meet the, the empress, she was going to be married to one of the other kingdoms. No, I'm which talking about the going... plot. Oh, okay. Like, you know, where they're you know, after they kill off all the uh the leaders and they make her empress and she's like, "Oh yeah, take me to my people. They love me." And they're like the soldiers are like, "No. You're like, only a figurehead just yeah, so you so... it's it's like the royal family in Britain. You're not actually important. You just need to be <laughs> here so they have something to focus on." You're something shiny. You're going to distract. We're going to do what we got to do. Yeah. So she, you think she kind of started off as 
a benevolent naive. Type. I'm gonna say naive or uh, I mean, she did kill homeboy's sister and, and her own got brother. her brother killed. But she kind of expected to be to rule, and then she found out, no, I'm just a puppet. Yeah, you're just here. The mage and the generals are actually running things. You're just here to give the people something. But then she goes like full dark and overthrows the the uh, you know kind of gets the her general on her side and. Well, Lock she up finds out mage. about his boyfriend, and apparently that's wrong, even, except, I don't know, something about class. He was a merchant, and he, the other one was a general, and military and merchant class don't mix. Yeah, they call them, like, uh, people who aren't born into uh, royalty, lowborn. uh, the lowborns. And, you know, you know, they're like, I don't care if you're gay, but, it's like, don't be, you know, you can't screwing be a dude from the streets. You can't, yeah. <laughs> Which he's a merchant, is it? that's a higher, well... If we're talking socioeconomic class, that's still a higher class than, you know, peasant. But apparently we're not talking like that. We're talking, this is what your blood makes you. Yeah, you so, gotta be, uh, like, like, yeah. It's okay you to gotta be gay. a member you of the aristocracy. fuck somebody on your, uh, Yeah, you gotta be on the same level. On your level. <laughs> so she finds out if he has a boyfriend and he's like, Basically blackmails him into doing her bidding and they overthrow the evil wizard for now you anyway. You get moved up and get titles, then you can marry. And then she comes, like, legit, uh... Uh, Empress, <laughs> and like goes like full fucking dark side. Where like you know, at first you like you're like eh, maybe she's just kind of a unwitting participant, and then like you, no, like no, she, she's she's a douchebag too. <laughs> but let's, I mean, she douchebag or not, she still wanted once his name brought back to her alive. Well, I need an heir. That's the only one I want. <laughs> I don't care. That's the this is the cock I want. I'm gonna have that cock. That's it. Speaking Bring of Cox, I, I like uh, when they put out, because uh, they're, him and uh, and the Lark are the only surviving uh, clan members. Not that kind of clan, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They they first... The, 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 Segway into the abyss. No. But later on, you see, like, wanted posters of him and her, and, like, there's, like, graffiti, like, there's a dick drawn on his forehead. Yes, of course, because... <laughs> Even in a land, like, long, long ago. Even the elves uh, are dickheads. It just... <laughs> Everybody's a dickhead. You're still juvenile. It doesn't matter where you're from. Soldiers and cops, like, they get bored. They fuck with shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's a universal... doesn't matter if you're an elf or deployed to Drawing Iraq Drawing a penis on somebody's forehead is a universal language. It just is. So much so that... Uh, <laughs> listen to a story. There's one of the guys in uh, that was in Iraq uh, had, like, literally a penis uh, stencil. And there's all these paintings of, uh, it was some... Why would you need, y'all do nothing but spend your time looking at it, no, playing no. with it. Why do you need a stencil? Because there was a warlord that they were hunting, and this guy uh, had, like, paintings of himself in all these cities. So anytime they come across one of his paintings, they would jump out of their truck and paint a dick on it. Oh, God. So they had a stencil with them to, like, dick all this guy's photos. <laughs> For all the younger people listening, that's the eggplant emoji. That's the one we're talking about. Uh, I think it's an eggplant. Looks like an eggplant. Yes. But so we... uh <laughs> get lost there for a second. <laughs> I was about to go down a fucking off-topic rabbit hole, but we'll, we'll, we'll bring this back around. So then we meet the third of our group. They're like, well, if we need soldiers, we, we've got to go find my old... Uh, after I left the uh, the Ravens... She was banished, and she was the last of her clan, so... The ghost clan, I think, is what it's called. Yeah. And she's, like, badass ninja woman, like, sword master, uh, played by Michelle Yeoh, who is... 
also ageless, also a badass in everything she's ever done, also hot. Dude, you got to see that uh, everything everywhere all at once. That movie is fucking crazy. Uh, I don't know. I kind of liked her in Shang-Chi, but. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's like, we need a kind of an older ninja lady. Let's call her. I mean, she's in like. (laughs) She don't look older. She's, yeah, she's looked the same for the last 20 20 years. Kind of like Minnie Driver and, you know. If you play elves and you stay elves, then you always you stay young forever. That's like it's the pointy ears make you young. Yes, it's, I guess it's like, so. Uh, yeah, Vulcans. Look at the ones that were in Lord of the Rings. They still look hot too. Ah, uh, yes. But Liv yeah. Tyler will be young forever and hot forever because she played an elf. That's what happens. You sell your soul to the Fae to play an elf, and then you stay young forever. And they're like, we're gonna go kill the the bitch queen. Uh, and oh, by the way, like she has your lost clan sword like the sacred sword of the ghost clan called soul reaver Soul-reaver, which sounds yeah. badass it's not like dork slayer which is in the new ready player uh two book <laughs> dork slayer yes it's the only sword that can kill uh anorak agnaroth or whatever the fuck his name is i'm bad at names, anorak so. yeah jesus man it's like who didn't read the material here <laughs> i don't have notes on that that's a different different whole different story Yes, but you did an episode of that. You did have notes at one point. And like, and she goads them into like fighting her, and she like kicks their ass. But she's like, "All right, y'all actually do pretty good when you work together. So you've got to learn learn to control your anger, and you've got to learn how to work as a team again." Mm-hmm. And uh, but like, this can all work. And she's working as a they call him a uh, cell sword, which is basically medieval mercenary. Yeah, pretty much. And, uh, so sword like, for hire. It's like, well, we're gonna need an army. Let's go rob a bank so we can. Uh, Finance it. We gotta finance, finance the army. I like that they walk into the the dwarf bank and the and he's it's like, "Where's all the honor money?" Honor and loyalty. It's about how much are you fucking paying me? Where's the gold <laughs> coins coming from? Because I need to go down to the to the tavern. And I like the the guy at the bank is like, "Dude, we've already been robbed. Like, there's uh, nothing left here. What are you doing? Like the the only thing worth anything in here is you two. And that's when he points out the the wanted poster <laughs> the with wanted the penis posters. on his yeah. Oh, and yeah, they have to fight some soldiers, and of course she gets uh cut by a poison blade and as they're trying to find someone to to help her they come across the the fourth member of our team brother death <laughs> which of course is net your favorite absolute ever you know i mean he, moniker you can't do better than brother death i mean he's like dual wields big ass uh meat cleavers <laughs> i mean that's almost as cool as a as a, a battle axe you know, fucking people but meekly. Is it though? Cause but it, it's kind of funny too because he's like alluded to be this violent. Like I said, you, you don't just get called brother death. That's kind of a a title you got to earn. Yeah. But eventually, he met a mage who was like, "I can see your past. I've seen all the bad things you've done, but there's still good in you." And he's become this kind of like Zen dude, even though he's like capable. You know, it's it's the the warrior in the garden. Uh, it's the magic. It's the lure of the magic pussy. It's magic mm-hmm. pussy. That's what it is. Because she's like the healer that's got all these mystical powers. I think she was born under a star or some Her something. And uh, the other one, uh, uh, Sigil, Zakar, and Sindril. They Sindril. were uh, celestial twins. Yeah. Bo- born at the same. T- they're not actual twins, but they were born born under at the, the same, same time, time under, the, under same the same star, star or whatever, which is kind of supposed to be like a powerful magic connection uh and he was the one who actually discovered how to use the obelisks 
uh, and you know his kind of match spells or whatever was stolen by by a, a homeboy Valor who's wanting to become like a chaos god. Basically, he unlocked the the math of it. He figured out the math equations and the formulas to make it work, and then wrote it down into a book, which you don't do because somebody will steal it, and then somebody will use it. <laughs> don't ever open the book. Don't read the book. Don't open the book. I believe we did this in the Mummy. I believe we did this Klatu, in Evil Dead. Varata, don't say the. Don't call out the words. Don't read the fucking book. But every time you do it, you read the book, and somebody can get fucked up. But I, yeah, I love that dude because he's like. He's very. He's got that warrior edge because he's like, this dude has got to be capable of some kind of like extreme violence. But he's very like. I will I, sit here with my flower I, now. I will. I will. You know, heal you, and I will become friends with the dwarf. And you know, he's like very like chill fucking dude. It's like I said, it's the warrior in the in the garden. Yeah, you know, it's better to be a warrior in a garden than a, a gardener in a war. You know, it's like it's like whatever peaceful, not harmless. You know, he's like, you know, you can only truly be peaceful if you're capable of great, great violence, violence and yeah. keep it uh, under Contained. control. Uh, and, you know, like I said, we introduced our two mages. And then the final, probably my favorite member of the seven. She's awesome. Uh, Fenric, uh, played by Amy Murray. And her, uh, oh no, that's wrong. That's uh, the mage's apprentice. Uh Well, you talk while I'm trying to find the. the <laughs> you want me name. to just find it for you? Cause... Well, no, I've actually got the, the stuff pulled up here. Uh... Fuck, where, what is it? Name? Anyway, the. Uh, the Meldoff. Yeah, Meldoff. Yeah. And her Hammer Gwen. And we were first introduced to her as like her trying to get into some kind of brothel looking for. She's looking for a one eyed. A one eyed elf, elf general. That, general that likes who... to uh, rape dwarf women. Yeah, so apparently, as we find out later on, she was married to a, a beautiful uh, dwarf lady with a sweet, sweet beard. And she was <laughs> raped and murdered by by elves and being dwarves who are good steel workers. She took her, her uh, ashes, wife's ashes and, and uh, put, put them, them in her a... battle, her uh, warhammer. Mm -hmm. And she talks to it. But you never know if the hammer is actually speaking because only she can hear it. So it's like, don't know if this is a magical hammer or if this lady's just crazy. But Grief she's do a lot still fucking too. awesome because she fucks some people. I mean, she's also a good archer, too. Yeah. <laughs> I like she will, like, you know, they get ambushed. She pulls out a bow and arrow and takes out two guys. And she's like, sorry, Gwen gets jealous. Got to throw the... <laughs> yeah, can't do that. Oh. The missus doesn't like it when I pick up another weapon. But yeah, this is also kind of the origin stories of the witcher because they're like there's seven of us we've got to invade a castle and take down a monster uh we're gonna need a monster of our own so the at one point when they're trying to use the uh the obelisk to teleport they accidentally go to a different world where there is a monster and it's a gigantic cockroach <laughs> it's, it looks yeah, it's like some kind of weird like glass centipede looking thing yeah and they end up Cutting it in half by closing the gate on it, but they're like, "Well, we can take the heart of the creature and some magic and combine the monster's power with one of your and turn you into a half half elven, half monster yeah, creature so... thing to fight the other creature that the dude has." Of course, the lark uh, volunteers, and she's like, "Well, I may die tomorrow, so let's have a party." 
And no, it was her. It was her wake or her funeral. I mean, yeah, she, yeah Wait, we're gonna party. have her. We're gonna have a wake. And we're gonna, gonna celebrate. We're gonna celebrate. And why the hell have y'all not prepared my wake? And then you know. But Fajal realizes she's more important than him because of the music and like she's like when her sister's dead she's like the lark is dead i'm i'm a warrior again but as they're traveling her music keeps popping up and yeah, he sees songs like, that she has sung in the different towns are what the people are rallying around far beyond yeah. the people the lowborn people are using it as a rally cry too yeah so he like i said he realizes she's more important than he is and he can't let her sacrifice herself in this way because she has the potential of to lead this resistance after they throw overthrow the government. Mm. So he gets her drunk and he jumps on the uh, magical grenade himself and takes on the, uh, Besides, <laughs> the power of the monsters. It, the princess who is now the empress was kind of his, his lover. He's not going to go, I'll take care of the monster. You kill the empress. Cause I can't do that. <laughs> you know, but he, yeah, if you've seen the Witcher, he gets like the black eyes and everything. So it's like, Remin- you know, where the Witcher is kind of, uh, they've perfected the magic. This is like version 1.0 where he's barely... Well, no, the Witcher barely... is human and... But also... This is Elven and, you know... They've had 1,200 years to perfect the recipe. <laughs> where this is like version 1.0 where there's almost maybe a little bit too much monster. Mm-hmm. Where it's like he's really having to fight to maintain control. Where, you know... Basically, the only thing keeping the dog on the leash is uh, her singing is, like, kind of touching his... Well, I don't know. Right after he got changed, she's, you know, they kind of horizontal mambo, and apparently that's enough to keep you in check for a minute. <laughs> you know, if you're going to get your nut, then that's okay. All you got to do get... But then again, yeah, every time he's, like, about to, like, freak out, she's, like, you know, kind of... Whistling or what not Sings to him a little bit. Or and singing and... Brings him back uh, under control. She's, like, you know... You just need to calm down She's, a like, bit. Whole, you know... Hold on to my voice until you're, like, face-to-face with the monster, and then you can unleash. But see, you skipped over the whole, you know, I'm going to go claim the reward money and stuff. Because that was brilliant. That was double-cross upon double-cross, which is fantastic. We haven't got there yet. So while they're all partying, uh, drunk uh, uh, Fajal, his... He was like, oh, I know a secret way in the castle. And he's like, nah, there's no secret way in the castle. We're God, I just totally lied to you. It's fine. So, we'll of course, it out. Uh, Michelle Yeoh like, rides off on her own, and you think she's going to portray everybody. She actually goes to the queen. It's like, I know where this dude is. I need 50000 whatever their dollars are, plus another 20000 for the lark. And I want my sword back. And I need and I need 50, 50 of your, men to go your help soldiers because he's not going to come in willingly. And she's like, done. Bring me, bring me my dick. Bring him back. <laughs> that is my penis. I want my penis back. Bring him alive. I need it. So she comes back and is like, yeah, like I, f- I found a way in the castle. So, and she leads him into a dead end. And of course all the shoulders show up and then she's like whistles. And all of a sudden there's a bunch of mercenaries yeah. up on the ridge. who just like takes everybody out with uh, arrows and they're like, what the fuck is going on? And she's like, I, I need to do a plan. Some- I needed mercenaries. I had to find a way to pay for them. Empress paid for them. I got them. Now we can all sneak into the castle in their armor. It's good. Yeah. So she used the reward money to hire the cell swords she's been looking for. You and children then, just uh, don't understand. I'm on another level. All right. You know, brought the brought the fifty soldiers so she could uh, so they could work on some disguises. That would be Mister No Nut. <laughs> no, no, one nut. One nut. Sorry, no, not one nut. I like. Oh yeah, she introduces them to the the head of the mercenaries, uh, Dylan Moran, who played 
Uthrock One Nut, and he's like, that's just a name. I've got both balls. They're and huge. they're huge. They're gigantic. <laughs> I like later on when they invade, he's like, he's like, you know, if we live through this, Lark, you're going to write a song about me, you know, and... And I'm going to have both nuts. And she's like, huge cannonball-sized nuts. Yep. He's like, yes, I like the way you uh, <laughs> think. Absolutely. <laughs> and then you get what's-his-name with uh, Mel- Meldorf or what's-her-name? Oh, God. Which one? The dwarf with Gwen. Yeah, She's Meldorf. Like, would, would Gwen mind if you, you know, yeah, ignore me after I'm dead? No, no, it's, uh, you know, as they're kind of marching in and stuff, he he looks at her and she's like, he's like, will you do something for me? She's like, what? She's like, well, if I fall first, would you mind asking uh, Gwen if she would mind getting vengeance for your elven friend? And she's like, she would be delighted. <laughs> so we're going to ask her. At least we ask her. I mean, yeah, they got a healthy relationship. It's kind of like, you know. Lord of the Rings, where he's like, yeah, I can't believe I'm uh, storming a castle with a with a dwarf. Well, how about storming a castle with a friend? Yeah, I could, yeah, I could do that. Yeah, <laughs> very reminiscent. Something of that like that. Yes. I didn't watch those movies. I, I hate know Lord you didn't. <laughs> but I've seen that clip a thousand fucking times. But me and Carly are about to start those, so just so you know, you, you might as well find something to occupy yourself because we're gonna, we're going to start Lord of the Rings. We finished Harry Potter. Now we need something else. <laughs> we're going to watch that. Sure, Rambo. <laughs> what? Rambo. Do you think she would be phased? I mean, I, you, this child watches Stranger Things. I mean, come on. <laughs> John we're gonna, Wick. <laughs> we're going to know. Play her some educational. No. Stuff. We're going to watch Lord of the Rings. Maybe when she's 14, <laughs> we'll talk about John Wick. Uh, new one's coming out in March. Yeah, but she won't be 14 in March. <laughs> but I'm asking to see it in March. <laughs> you can go see it in March. So yeah, we finally get to the. Uh... I did butter watch Gunpowder Milkshake. I'm not gonna. Lie. <laughs> we watched it twice. Uh, so yeah, we finally get the uh... bad mom award. <laughs> Have fun storming the castle, kids. Yep. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so they start a riot. Because mm-hmm. of course we need a distraction, and once we figure all those people figure out there's no fucking food, that's, yeah, so that's the original start plan. Is like we're gonna break into the uh, while Sion. Uh, Turns uh, 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 Fajard into the into the queen. Empress. We're going to break Empress, into the uh, not queen. Empress. Whatever. Empire rules an empire. She's bitch. Empress. <laughs> Empress rules an empire. That's how that works. Head bitch in charge. That would be me. Anyway. Yeah. So uh, we're going to start a riot among the lower cl- or lower born so that. So, yeah, the so guards the, distracted. The guards so the original plan is to, uh, yeah, open up the food stores and have cause a food rat. But when they open up the food stores, they're like, There's there no is no food. food. And they're <laughs> like, well, uh, Lark, do your thing. And she gives the uh, people a rallying cry and they all start singing her song. And, you know, he was right. Like her a passionate speech about how there should her be as a in. symbol is more important yeah. than her as a warrior. And, uh, you know fired all that shit off and also they're going to try to destroy the monoliths that uh obelisks, so they, obelisks monoliths whatever that monolith was like 2001 space odyssey maybe yes that's <laughs> completely different topic it looked the same though it was yeah okay. black pointy things you just no <laughs> just no i'm not gonna go there I'm not a magic shy. nerd <laughs> what i said i'm not a magic nerd i don't know these <sighs> But they're important. It's important things. These things are important. Uh, but yeah, their plan is to kill the monster, blow up the magical crystal thingy, and kill the queen. 
Empress. Empress. Whatever. God damn. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Uh, I think you do it just to annoy me on purpose because. That's how I, why I do most things in life, dear. <laughs> how did we make this work again? Oh, wait a minute. Marvel. That's how this works. <laughs> this works with Marvel because there is magic and science and all of it. Oh. But yeah, like. The Empress. Uh, Thank since you. Her. her uh, she kind of brought in her own little mage and was like, well, I can get him to do my bidding because he's young and dumb. She's like, you need to learn how to work these things so we can, we don't need, you know. Well, he saved her life from an assassin from one of the other lower class or whatever. And then all of a sudden, okay, you are my new bitch boy. I'm <laughs> yeah. going to steal your cloak. You're going to learn how to do this, this, and this. I want you to go steal a book from that big fucking scary magician over there. Go do these things. And he's just like, yeah, uh, what? <laughs> He's like, I'm not a spy. She's like, well, now that I've named you my protector, eventually you're going to assassinate me and they're probably going to kill you, too. You're, so a, spy you're now. a spy now. He's like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> or as uh, Gerard would say, fuck. <laughs> Your testicles are now in my purse forever. Just suck it up. Do what I say. But yeah, he uh, he gets the book and he's like, hey, this can also not just do location and take us to other worlds this could take us through time and then she's like yeah whatever my my guy's here like piss off yeah but then my earlier, cock has arrived my cock is back it's there and i need to go get earlier it. on they tried to use him to open the portal so they could invade another world and he fucked it up. I mean, he couldn't figure it out he it powered up and then shut right off so they're like fuck we're gonna need the evil guy let's just we'll use his apprentice as bait uh he won't do anything yes when, which we that was the one us. that you were named a minute ago it was yeah uh, fenric fenric yeah his deaf sorcerer's apprentice who also was the only thing he loved and you know yeah it was, it was like it was like his child nearly that's how he eventually ended up getting the chaos magic is because he had to sacrifice her to the yeah because tinkerbell from hell you know he tried to sacrifice two kids uh that were also uh celestial twins and they, she just gave him a taste of magic. She's like, you know, you send me, like, toys, you get toys in return. Yeah. He's like, you know, chaos only comes from true sacrifice. If so. that's all you're willing to sacrifice, then that's all you get if you want so, to. So, yeah, he tells the generals and, and the empress, yeah, sure, I'll behave. Just let me bring my apprentice with me. And then once they get to the Other the world. dark realm, it's like, no, I, I'm sacrificing her to get yeah, all the Yeah, he slits her fucking throat like, no, nothing. It's just gone. And banishes all the... Uh, Soldiers. Soldiers to some... Which, you've not seen season two of The Witcher yet, no. correct? Well, there is a scene in season two where they open a portal to some other world at one point, and there's these three, like, horseback warriors that are, like, coming at them mm-hmm. uh, before they can, like, get the fuck out of there. At the end, when they're kind of showing where everybody's at, and the... General is on whatever planet he got banished to. He finds like this skull helmet thing buried in the sand. So I'm pretty sure that general is going to be the monster that attacks them in season two. Oh, okay. Because it looked, I mean, I haven't, I've been rewatching it. I haven't made it back up to that point, but that looks like something that I've seen. Recognized. So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking he's foreshadowing that, uh, somewhere in there. That monster that tries to, uh, <laughs> Invade at uh at, in season two. So anyway, he, you know, they're bringing so, yeah. him into the Empress, you know. So yeah, uh, fucking 
wizard guy comes back, starts throwing uh, fireballs at everybody, like you know any D and D party do. <laughs> fireball, fireball, and yeah, they have to. Fuck, fire, fire. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. I, I got off on the tangent there. Just Our me. mages uh, basically lock him down and use his own energy to destroy the obelisk and seal the gates, or so they think. And of course, you know, she brings uh, him before the empress and. And, uh, of course she's like, well, I can't trust you. You portrayed your, your clan for a sword, like, uh, take her out and cut her head off with her own sword. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as they're like pushing her out of there, you know, one of them shoves her and she just kills both of them. She's like, you had to be rude about it. Yeah. <laughs> Elves like manners. Elves like manners. You better have manners. And then, you know, them and the, uh, army of rioters, uh, raid the castle. Uh, like freaking uh, the dwarf gets sh- like shot with an arrow and like yanks it out and like fires it back at the dude. I'm like, that's badass. <laughs> that bitch is tough. She's tough. She's and even tough. like brother death is like, they're slicing and dicing people. After they finally kind of get a, a break, he's like, I don't remember it being this exhausting. <laughs> she just slaps him on the ass. She's like, come on, buck up. Come on, big boy. Let's go. <laughs> Man up. We got, we got things to kill. And him like where she's like, you know, trying to, uh, lure him back. She, he's like, you're a fucking monster. And like, believe me, I would know. And he finally like, goes full beast mode and uh takes on the uh the the lightning uh dragon <laughs> yeah and empress's men pull her out of there and shove her back in her room which is where the lark goes and says you know what that's my boyfriend now then you're dead and speaking of like john wick yeah he she does that thing where like she st- you know stabs her and it's like not gonna kill you like i'm leaving the choice up to you if you wait here Somebody's going to find you. They may even heal you and you'll spend the rest of your life probably in a, in a prison if they don't mm-hmm. execute you. Or you can just pull it you out and You can pull that steak out of your and, gut and, or that sword yeah. knife out of your gut. And you're, you're the only one going to know. Like, I'll, I'll leave the choice to you. And the, she does, like, wander back to her throne. And then when all the, the rioters, rioters and the come angry, in, she's yeah. like, yeah, uh, fuck this. this yeah, I'm going <laughs> to. I don't want to know what these people are going to do to me. I'd rather bleed to death. Oh, yeah. But when he goes like full, remind me, it reminded me of uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Mm-hmm. He kind of looked like uh, Hyde. Mm, yeah, kind of. I mean, he, he goes like full like beast mode and like bulks you know, up a lot and becomes turns gray. Kills, kills the fucking dragon with a statue's giant sword. Yeah. <laughs> and I like one nut shows up and he's like, things aren't as scary when you can see its asshole. <laughs> And then he gets ripped in half, unfortunately, because like now he's the beast is fully taken over, and and uh, not the, a lot of Doctor Jekyll left. Doctor Jekyll's yeah. out of the room. It's just Mister Hyde now. And yeah, you know, the Lark is able to calm him down enough to where he's like, "I can't control this. You've got to. You're gonna have to do it." Yeah, and she, yeah, you know, takes him out, and then you get whatever two after you know they vow each other's eternal love, and he's gonna wait for her in the halls of basically Valhalla, whatever. Yeah, whatever they're equivalent is yeah she's like i'm going to wait for you i'll be there when you get there blah 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 you know so we jump uh was it two months ahead or something like that and six moons whatever six moons is but she was like round so well six full moons there's one moon a month so that's six Six months months, later yeah Yeah. uh at least that's my 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 math works on this (laughs) 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 brother death got like his face smashed in but apparently didn't die he just lost an eye and him and his uh his his major chilling uh and you know 
the dwarf and the lark go back to where this all started, the little island where they we're on the where they cavern, first met, yeah. and where the where we never talked about the the girl she saved was actually like a seer, and she yeah, gets she's like a visions, prophet, basically, or and she's the one that told her like you're gonna go slay a monster and save the world or whatever. But to backtrack even further, the when they destroyed the obelisk, it caused the convergence and basically. Ripped a hole the in the yeah the whole universe got ripped in half and everything kind of so kind of all the planets and all the universes <laughs> combined so now we've got humans that are gonna eventually fuck everything up and bring us to where we're at in the Witcher where the elves have been overthrown and also brings with all the worlds that had monsters on them so now we have monsters and the Lark is quite pregnant <laughs> and she gets another reading and of course Gwen and uh, and. Uh, Meldorf. Meldorf uh, followed her along and was like, I'm going to, we're going to help take care of you because I've killed everybody I need to kill. I need a new mission. So being your uh, bodyguard is going to be my, my new mission. And, you know, she kind of reads her and it's like, she got pregnant after he had already become. Yeah. After he had taken monster serum. So it's like the child within her had a very special blood that would eventually lead to the witchers. Mm hmm. And there you go. That's the origin of the witcher. There's blood origin. That's how that goes. So we, you know, jump back to, uh, now, <laughs> but for yeah. lack of a better term and the current timeline and the, the, where we started. Yeah. And, you know, Jackster is, uh, finishing writing the, uh, the story she's been telling him. And then all of a sudden he's like back in the battle or wrap the battle's pretty much you know, wrapped up and he's, but he's got the story there, and if you wait until the kind of credits roll, <clears throat> you finally get to hear the song he wrote based on this mm-hmm. story, the Song of the Seven. Or it's on YouTube if you don't want to have to like sit through the credits. You can actually go, yeah. and someone has put the uh, the the music on it's on YouTube. Not as good now. as Toss a Coin to Your Witcher, though. <laughs> that one's it's just. You haven't seen season two yet, so the uh, "Burn Witcher Burn" is like his his uh, season two big song, and it's 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 pretty metal. I don't know. I like the first one. Toss a coin to your Witcher, oh valley of plenty. Yes. Oh, uh, and also we stick around for the post credits because if you remember from season one, the scene where uh, the princess is. Pretending to be a a regular child and is gambling on the streets, and she kind of like gets distracted and like looks off. Well, in the post credits, uh, you know, Homeboy said that the obelisk could also time travel. Well, what she was the thing that kind of uh, distracted her, distracted her, her was because you know it doesn't you don't see it in season one, but basically it's like the little elf wizard jumped himself to the future. So I'm assuming he's going to show up have some, some kind of effect on uh season three when we get there mm-hmm. so as we kind of wrap this up uh what'd you think highlights we haven't talked about uh favorite characters mm. meldorf was my favorite she's fucking funny she's funny i mean but there was a lot of good characters they were all I mean, even the empress was pretty good as far as diabolical diabolical see now diabolical? i'm doing it diabolical Freaking psychopaths or sociopaths. Yeah, she was good too. It was all yeah, because you didn't you didn't see that coming. Mm-mm. And also, kind of you know, when he got in trouble for 
screwing her like and got kicked out of the, you know, his father was like, you're going to die unknown and whatnot. And now thanks to the Lark, like, and his at this point, eventually, you know, yeah. Jackster, like he's going to be remembered forever. And, you know, he went from being this kind of like, well, I fucked up my life. I'm going to drink and screw and, you know, but yeah, you know, he goes back to being full on like warrior, mm-hmm. you know, and, and even her, like, cause she's kind of like, you know, I'm just a music. I'm just a bard. Like, you know, he said we're, you know, she kind of like Starts learns to be the leader. Yeah. And like, like, Oh, my music and my words are more powerful than my throwing knives, which are also fairly badass. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Michelle Yeoh gets her, her favorite sword, sword back, back and, and is able to bury it with uh, the rest of her, her clan. Not much of an ending for her. I mean, well, she completed her mission. Like, it was kind of like, I take it the, cause All they, right. my thought, what I was expecting to see when they did do hers, I expected her to off herself cause she's done. She's gotten the sword back. Her whole clan is gone. This is what I'm expecting is for her to off herself with it. And then the whole clan's buried together with the sword. But that's just my expectation. She's also like a badass mercenary lady. So she'd probably be like, eh, I'll go, I'll go kill some more people. It's all good. I mean, hell at this point, like when we go to that town where the Lark's at, there's basically a wall of like wanted posters. Like, Hey, there's monsters. We're hot paying good coin to monster killers. Mm-hmm. Hell, she could be one of the first witchers. That's true. Or like train the, the future witcher. witchers. Yeah, there you go. And, you know, and they, and you know, they say like, you know, honor is chief among the ghost clan where that was kind of her mission where she's like, you know, I'm going to restore. I can't my get my honor to the clan to like get the sword back. Mm. But how, I'd like to see something else with, uh, <laughs> with, uh, her, you know, Gwen and them, like the friggin' elf lady with a hammer was bad. Yeah. She was funny too. I, uh, she amused me. <laughs> and you know, as we're kind of wrapping this up, this here's a, I don't smoke a lot of Drew Estate stuff, and this is kind of smaller than what I normally smoke, but I like it. It's it's been consistent. Uh, it's it's not it's there's not been any kind of like wide swings of flavor, but that kind of the, the, the brown sugar cinnamony earthy notes have stayed you know throughout with just i don't know i don't know if i'm picking up the pepper or if, the, if there is pepper it's it's faint because i do like a peppery cigar but this one's a you know a decent smoke if you can like i said there this is a brand new so if you can if you can find it uh, definitely pick one up it's it is worth a smoke for something that small for you to give it that high of a rating it must be decent because you're not I mean, I would smoke another one. If it came in a 660, I would definitely smoke way more of these. But it's it's kept me uh, entertained like Blood Origin. Mm. <laughs> Blood Origin was good. And it's got a name like Dojo Dogma. I mean, that's just mm-hmm. speaks to the martial artist in me. Yes. <laughs> but with that, we're going to wrap this up. Uh, jump in You've a portal to the next three segment. times now. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> not a chance yeah if you're watching on the youtube like comment and subscribe and we'll be right back ah fuck right when a humble bar graced a ride along with Geralt of Rivia along came this song 
silver-tongued devil, his army of elves at his hooves did they revel. They came after me with masterful deceit, broke down my loot and they kicked in my teeth, while the devil's horns minced our tender meat. And so cried the witcher, he can't be bleed. Toss a coin to your witcher, oh valley of plenty, oh valley of plenty, oh. Toss a coin to your witcher, oh valley of plenty. So Brittany, Martha. <laughs> Tell me about your podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like we're in sync, but also kind of a disaster. We are always a disaster. So our podcast is fun if you want to hear two people talk about and complain about stuff that <laughs> a they lot of love complaints. and also hate. And drink. And drink. And the show is called? Oh. <laughs> but, but first, let's, let's talk, talk nerdy. nerdy. You can find us on the ESO Network. Bye-bye. See you next Tuesday. <laughs>
microwave hearing is a phenomenon described by human observers as sensations of buzzing, ticking, hissing, or knocking sounds that originates within or immediately behind the head. Uh, Guess that would be your mother banging you over the head with a wooden spoon because you've taken all of her tinfoil and she can no longer wrap up her leftover hamburgers. But a 2006 declassified Pentagon report titled Bioeffects of Selected Non-Lethal Weapons uh, basically there at least was there's no evidence that these weapons were ever created but uh, there was some uh, kind of papers on technology that could be used to distract individuals and even used to communicate wirelessly with uh, hostages or soldiers uh, by directing messages to their brain. And the report went on to say that these signals could be blocked uh, by thin metal sheeting. Thin metal sheeting. Yeah, so... Alrighty yeah, then. The technology would utilize radio frequency energy that can be defeated by using shielding provided by conductive barriers like metal or metal screens, the report uh, emits. So we don't know if they actually created any of this stuff, but newly declassified shit is like, yeah, the whole beaming stuff directly to your brain and wearing your tinfoil hat for safety at least could possibly be There's a be basis true. in reality somewhere, but it's maybe not... Well, it's you know. like the uh, whatever MK Ultra program where, like, yeah, okay, I don't know what that is. Oh, well, then that's another one that I, I assumed everyone knew. Basically, uh, the CIA was experimenting with mind control, uh, and they thought the secret to mind control was hallucinogens like LSD. Oh, okay. So they oh, yeah, I do know dosed a bunch of random people in the world just to see how LSD would affect them, and also experimented on prisoners uh, by keeping them dosed up on hallucinogens to see if they could possibly find the secret to mind control <laughs> by oh, using okay. uh, and like so that was another conspiracy theory that was like no this is that's some shit we actually did well that's kind of like you know testing on soldiers and stuff we didn't really do that but yeah we really did <laughs> we just didn't really want you to find out ah uh, and in other news uh Jack the Ripper. Yeah, one of the oldest kind of unsolved uh, serial killing. Who's a member of the royal family? That was the whole... That's been a bunch of the theories. But the face of Jack the Ripper uh, may appear on a 130-year-old walking stick. And how exactly did we uh, ascertain that this is what he looks like? Or what he looked like? And that's... Well, uh, basically... uh, there was several composite drawings of possible uh, suspects uh, of being Jack the Ripper. And uh, basically, uh, there was a Chief Inspector Aberlein, uh, the Chief Inspector of the London Metropolitan Police, mm-hmm. uh, who was one of the lead investigators into the unsolved crime. Well, when he retired, uh, he was given a, you know, following the, uh, he basically went on to be a instructor at the Brams Hill Police Staff College. And when our, mm-hmm. no, no, never mind. Um, when he retired, he was given a cane where the head of the cane was a carving using the Jack From the, the Ripper composite, composite sketches. sketches. Okay. And 
for a while was on display at the Bram Hill Police College. When it closed, it the cane was lost, and mm -hmm. it has recently been rediscovered uh, and uh, is now on display in the uh, the content creator yeah, College of Policing uh, mm -hmm. in in London. So if you're over there in the UK uh, and you want to go see uh, possibly Jack the Ripper on a walking stick, uh, it is now, you know, back out on display. What do they call them over there? Bobbies. Bobbies. You got to go see the Bobbies. Because of Robert J. Fielding, one of the first uh, okay. professional. <laughs> no, I did not know He basically created that. the uh, professional policing. <coughs> and Bobbies were named after him. Oh, okay. Why am I not surprised that you know that? I mean, I've got a degree in criminal justice. That I'm, probably I'm, I'm a fan it, of, uh, of yeah, policing history. Yeah, that probably explains it. Speaking of history. No, I'm not. I'm weighing out on this one. I'm tapping out. I'm not doing it. There was a... You World better War do a good job, because this is your... You're selling Nazi this all by submarine yourself. sunk not by Allied uh, gunfire, but... By a turd. Oh my god! As the Germans say, Scheiße. This show has gone all the way downhill today. That's where we're heading with this. No. And the guy's name was Captain Schlitt. S-C-H-L-I-T-T. -T. No. Uh, yeah. So, basically, submarines at the time, uh, U.S. submarines, uh, basically had a... a uh, uh, what do you call the uh, septic tank on oh, okay. the ships? And it would have to hold, you know, the... For however long they planned on being... And then they would dump it whenever they, they surfaced. But that equipment took up a a lot of room where the Germans basically invented a mechanism where the waste could be shot out of the ship at pressure, even when they are submerged. You know, it would generate enough pressure to flush the toilets into the sea, but apparently it was quite a complicated system. And, uh, you need to work on your plumbing. The captain, uh, took a extra large deuce and clogged up the system, which, uh, caused some flooding on the ship, which had them lose ballast and caused them to, they managed to surface, but water had gotten into the batteries and so they, once they were surfaced, they had no power and the ship basically, uh, everyone escaped, but the ship sank, uh, due to, uh, an error in plumbing. And how do we know this exactly? Everybody died. We... No, they escaped. They okay. were, they were captured off the coast of Scotland, uh, you know, cause they, they, they managed to surface and escaped and then they were... Hmm were uh, arrested uh, and, you know, became prisoners of war. <clears throat> and this is what we tell our captors to hopefully have them take help mercy on us. Because yeah, only, only for we the sunk sword. our own ship with a fucking turd. And now only four of the soldiers uh, drowned and the rest remained uh, prisoners of war to the end of the war. And the wreck of the U-boat uh, lay off the coast of Scotland for 70 years until it was discovered back in 2012. And, uh, you know, the story of its demise. So, the shitty story of its demise so live on forever <sighs> no nope nope 
and in other news, soon you'll be able to run holograms on your smartphone. Oh, we're back to news now? Yeah. Not, you know, Nazi U-boats being sunken by bad digestion. So we're back to something that <laughs> makes sense again. Yeah, so uh, basically two years ago, researchers at MIT made a breakthrough, a technology they are calling tensor holography, which uh, basically will allow, instead of having massive computers to generate holograms, allows you to... Now, don't get me wrong, but I was just, I grew up with Star Trek. I would not mind a holodeck experience, you know? Yeah, basically, this this new technology uh, will allow you to render real-world holographics with a cell phone screen uh, without uh, too much, yeah, with, with existing battery technology. How is that going to work exactly? Because it is a automatic uh, and renders misaligned real world inputs, produces realistic depth boundaries and corrects vision aberrations. And these same screens can also be used in VR headsets to make a better, mm. more 3D VR experience. Okay. I'll, I'll give you that one, I guess. I don't know. It doesn't. Like I said, I want the holodeck. I want to be able to wander into a brand new world and... and touch things and feel them and eat and smell and, you know, all the things. But I grew up on Star Trek, so that's how it was there. So, yeah. They say this, you know, like I said, uh, basically that this program they designed can do all this with kind of existing telephone technology. Uh, so, you know, and like their kind of experimental version, uh, you know, it can be done used on a consumer-grade GPU which is a graphics processing uh, unit at five frames per second on an iPhone 13 Pro. Mm. So you know, no, the study published enlightened science application so far, no, uh, not commercially available, but like I said, maybe by the next couple gen phones, we can get uh, sweet, sweet holographs. We'll get those little, like the Jedi discs that, you know, like the Palm, uh, yeah. freaking, uh, Start walking and go uh, play your thing. Pokemon Go or whatever and actually see them. <laughs> sure. But that's I all know. I got for you this week. We'll be right back with Nerd News. And now it's time for all things nerdy in Nerd News. And welcome back. It's time for Nerd News. Hey, news. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just making this shit up as I go along. That's usually how I just fly by the seat of my pants. And see <laughs> like a sub German submarine. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, you asshole. Uh, fishing for brown trout. Shut up. Anyway, Gross. we got some news for you. The latest uh, announcements and trailers. First off, we got a trailer for Evil Dead Rise. The That looked really badass. It was looked pretty violent and bloody and gory, but it looked pretty badass. Yeah, you know... I want to see it. Thought we were done with, with Evil Dead. I know uh, Bruce Campbell, after the Evil Dead TV series, which I still need to watch the last season of that, was like, I'm getting too old for this shit. <laughs> and back in, I think it was 2013, we had the Evil Dead... I found uh, shiny and play with it. I don't know. It turned out, you know, not to be a reboot. It was supposed to take place in the same universe, but it, it was almost like a... Right. Remake of the first movie. Oh, okay. Right. Uh, yeah. But 
but it, uh, later on, uh, uh, what's his name? The director of evil, the original director uh, of Evil Dead. Uh, um, oh God, I don't remember. Uh, Ro- not Robert. Fucking. Anyway, look that up. Uh, I'm working on it. He is still him and I'm Bruce Googling Campbell. It is uh, still the executive producers of this new film as they were with the last one, which the last one took a much, it, it was almost the same as the first evil dead, but they went like hardcore horror. I mean, there's no Sam com- Raimi. Yeah. Sam Raimi. He said that 2013 uh, was not a reboot that it just, it takes place in the same universe later on at the same cabin or whatnot. And we've not, there's long rumored to be a sequel to it, and we're finally getting it. Evil Dead Rise, which they're taking the Evil Dead out of a cabin in the woods and putting it in a apartment complex in L.A. The Deadites are coming to the city, and this looks—I'm talking fucking legit dark and scary. There is none of the kind of trademark uh, Evil Dead humor in this. It looks very serious. Yeah, mommy's with the maggots now. <laughs> yeah, that was fucked up. Yeah, it's like a family. Meeny, meeny, miny. You no, <laughs> no, so, no. So yeah, it's basically a mother looks like gets uh, possessed by deadites, and her family's like you know trapped in the apartment with her <laughs> as shit goes bad to worse. But yeah, it looks bloody nasty, like legit, like a legit horror movie. Which, like I said, the last kind of the new. Evil Dead was very much that that darker uh, kind of uh, reboot, where this looks like it's still continuing down that uh, that path. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it def- the first one was funny, and this well, did you ever one. see the 2013 one? No, I'll see if I can find that online later because that that is is was pretty fucking good. Uh, and from horror horror to horror comedy, coming out, uh, I believe April 14th. We have, and Evil Dead Rise comes out in uh, April as well. We have Renfield, the story of uh, Dracula's uh, manservant, uh, who apparently doesn't want to be his manservant anymore. I mean, it starts off with him going to like a... Uh, self-help meeting of stuff, self-help group of some sort, or a... Yeah, like, like a... An, uh, a, an anonymous group of some sort, or... Like a, uh, whatever, a... <clears throat> I think it's like... Troubled relationship, yeah, uh... toxic Toxic relationships. relationship, uh, help group. Uh, but... The highlight of this trailer, it looked pretty funny. We got Aquafina from uh, from Sean Chi in the in the Ten Rings. Uh, yeah, Renfield uh, ends up stopping like a robbery at a restaurant and kind of becomes the hero. And is like, I don't want to be the villain's uh, Uber Eats guy anymore. I want to I want to be a hero. But we get Nicholas fucking no, Cage's Dracula. No, I don't want. I it. cannot wait. No, the movie looks good. I'm not happy, dude. I'm down to see Draco anything Cassie. with Nick Cage. No, Nick Cage is the greatest actor no, of our generation. No, 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 motherfucker. No, you were no, watching no. Ghost Rider the other night. <laughs> Ghost Rider is good. I'm watching it for Sam. What's his name? Actually, who? What's his name? The older cowboy. Oh, uh, Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. <laughs> that was where my attention was on that, because I don't like Nicolas Cage at all. But Dude, Nicolas Cage has been in, I don't in, like, like it. I want to see that, that new movie he did, uh, the, uh, the Crushing Weight of uh, Unbearable Talent or no. something like that, where he plays himself nope. with uh, the Mandalorian, Peter, um, Pedro Pascal. Yep. That looks awesome. I never got a, a chance. And speaking of 
Pedro Pascal. He's got a new mo- well, new series coming to uh, I believe that it's HBO series? Max. I thought that was a movie. No, it's a series oh. uh, starting January fifteenth. So this this weekend, uh, anyone who's played the game The Last of Us, they've turned that into a uh, a series on uh, on HBO Max. Yeah, no, I've never heard of that, but it the trailer looks really good. I mean, I didn't. I mean, I've never played it. I'm really behind on gaming mm-hmm. working from home has ruined uh, gaming because i never have time for it now <laughs> after i spend eight hours in my office i don't want to spend any more time playing games mm-hmm. but everyone says that game is great and no, the trailer spend all your time pissing me off because it's fun <laughs> the trailer looks look my wife's nerves good. i want to touch them oh <laughs> and we've kind of talked that the zombie genre kind of burned itself out uh like you know there will always be room for zombies like you know, you, you, Walking Dead kind of got bad toward the end, or at least right now, I quit watching it a couple seasons ago. But they're saying this may be the thing that brings the zombie genre back to life. <laughs> Pun intended. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, yeah, because it did have like a very Resident Evil look at times. But yeah, if if you don't know what Last of Us is, uh, a young girl turns out to be immune to the virus that's turning everybody into monsters, and you know, this guy is basically hired to transport her across the country uh, to where they're supposedly working on this cure. And he's having to, you know, at first as a job, he's like, you're just cargo, but eventually they become kind of family along the way. So while I haven't uh, played the game, the the trailers look good enough that I say that's probably something worth. Yeah, worth I think I'm going to watch that. That looks pretty good. And that will start uh, this Friday, as you're listening to it. And uh, another movie from was it was it last year or two years ago that the uh, we got the good sequel to Ghostbusters, uh, Ghostbusters <clears throat> Afterlife. Two well, years ago now, I think. Now we're the uh, we've got a release date for it. Uh, apparently, it's it, it's in pre-production now, and we'll start filming March sixth with a tentative release date of December 20th, right before Christmas. I mean, that's kind of a fast turnaround for something I would think would be kind of effects driven. Well, not if it's been, what, two years? That's... I mean, they have They're just starting filming it now. It's... Oh, well, I don't think... <clears throat> group, I don't believe that, because... Yeah, it's filming is supposed to start in... I mean, if you're going to have any of the original cast in it, you kind of got to get on the ball, because <laughs> they're not going to be around forever. Oh, but yeah, this is uh, called Ghostbusters Firehouse, and if you know you've watched the <clears throat> Afterlife, it kind of ended with you seeing Ecto One being brought back to New York, and uh, assuming you know parked in the the old firehouse that apparently Winston uh, bought mm-hmm. with uh, the little blinking emergency light on the containment uh, yeah, unit. Yeah, the containment so unit or containment was it? Containment we don't. Shield? Yeah, we don't really have any news on what the story of it's going to be but i'm assuming ghosts are going to hit new york again and either the og ghostbusters or kind of the theory i had was since you know winston was such a big part of like the the end of the movie Mm -hmm. him kind of being the obi-wan for a next generation recruiting a new generation of ghostbusters him having to train which they did an animated uh it was like ghostbusters extreme where um egon was a college professor and ghosts had kind when of was this. Oh, this was probably in the nineties. 
also not the same time the regular cartoon. No, this was later on. This it wasn't the original Ghostbusters. Yes, people, there series. was a Ghostbusters cartoon. I promise you, there was the real I know Ghostbusters. Y'all uh, was what I know it was called. But this one came out later, like in kind of the late '90s, I think it was. But mm-hmm. yeah, Ghosts returned to New York, and all the Ghostbusters were ret- retired, and Egon basically put together a new Ghostbusters team using his mm-hmm. students, and you know, and so and he was kind of like training and mentoring a new generation of Ghostbuster, which. Mm-hmm. If the OG guys aren't like leads in this movie, like I would definitely see at least Winston taking that role of training because yeah. I mean, we got the kids from the last. I wouldn't one. mind seeing Annie Potts as the the new. You know, yes, I know nobody loved the gender swapped Ghostbusters. I thought it was funny. It wasn't. It wasn't great. It was funny, but you know, Annie Potts. Why not? Why not make her? You know, the next Obi Wan and make her have her. Come I mean, with... we we've we've got the kids from the last movie. Maybe they're like you know, older now, like late teens, and maybe they're like now being yeah. trained to be real Ghostbusters. Janine, that was her name, I think. Yeah. Janine. Maybe somebody can get Rick Moranis to come out of retirement for at least a cameo because he's been in retirement a long time. I mean, uh, Ryan Reynolds got him to come out for a cell phone commercial or something. So maybe that's true. M- maybe his kids are old enough now. He's like, I'm getting bored. And, he and then, of course, she had you know the Sigourney Weaver, which was great because Sigourney Weaver's awesome. She's gonna be hot forever. So yeah, no news <laughs> on what the story mm-hmm. of the it is, but we have a potential release date of December of this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also a movie. Did you ever watch Code Eight? No. Yeah, I've never it, heard of that. It was a Netflix uh, movie that came out. Uh, kind of right around the when the plague started about a world where people had superpowers uh it's kind of like a theft movie set in like an X-Men universe where it had Stephen Amell and his brother you know Green Arrow and uh uh you know starring uh so yeah it was Stephen Amell and uh and his brother um and basically it, it came out in theaters for a little bit and was and went you know to Netflix where it it was a you know, fairly popular, but they're finally Netflix is finally like you know releasing a mm-hmm. sequel to Code Eight, which we um, don't have a uh, release date on this f- so far. It's just kind of been uh, just announced, so we will let you know when we hear more. But the you know the the first Code Eight was good. You know for I don't Netflix is. Makes, I mean, it was in the top ten on Netflix when it uh, when it came out, uh, and it's kind of got. Netflix has a, done a lot of good stuff though. Yeah, they're making really good original. They've done a lot of good original stuff. property. I mean, I just watched that uh, the Pale Blue Eye with, uh, uh, and that like was a real good movie. Like a lot of the like original shit is, is yeah, it's pretty theatrical good. quality, and I don't have to go out and deal with people. True, that's that's a good point. <laughs> and finally, speaking of uh, theatrical quality. We got a new trailer for Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumanium coming out uh, February 18th, I think I think so. I think that's what it was. And we get to see a lot more of Kang the Conqueror, and he looks like Kang from the comics. Uh, and from all kind of theories, that's going to be the Thanos of the next phase of the MCU. They're kind of lining him up to be the next big bad of the of mm-hmm. the Marvel universe. Um and not, we also got, I didn't really do the comics. I, I kind of got into Marvel when I got with you, so I'm a little late to the game, but I'm so I'm not sure what the comics Well, we've seen 
him in uh, the Loki series or a multiversal version of him uh-huh. called the one who remains. But in the comics, he was kind of had his blue face and you know, they kind of show that where it's, it's kind of like a suit uh, that, mm-hmm. that uh, makes his face look blue. But then we also get another longtime Marvel villain. Modok uh, makes his first appearance in the trailer. <laughs> I've a- already seen Facebook is like, crawling with this everybody's like oh yeah modok modok like i don't know who this is such a silly ass looking character he's a giant head with tiny arms and fucking the ninja turtles that's what i thought when i first saw him it's like yeah this is totally crank crank what is his freaking name crank crane crane or crank 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 okay it's totally crank from the fucking ninja turtles and i'm down because i watched the shit out of the ninja turtles not the bullshit we have now the original so yeah it's been rumored that he's going to be in this movie but now with this new trailer we finally get a better look at Kang and uh, Modok, and they look badass. I can't wait to see. Uh... Speaking of which, why can't we put Ninja Turtles in the MCU? Why can't we just add Ninja Turtles? I'm pretty sure Ninja Turtles are uh, have been in Marvel comics. Are you serious? <laughs> I mean, they were original. I think uh, Dark Horse or Image, but yeah, I believe there has been some. Our, I'm, all, I'm down. Let's do it. I love the Ninja Turtles. Well, the Ninja Turtles have been in, like, Batman comics, too. I mean, there is Batman oh, yeah. versus the Ninja Turtles. Uh, Batman's and, DC. Not... Yeah, so they're, like I said, they're, since they're originally from an independent comic, they have appeared, I believe, mm-hmm. in both Marvel and uh, <laughs> DC properties at some point. So, I mean, it's possible. No, I'd like that. I'm down. I want to see the Ninja Turtles. Cause I'm Raphael's one. I'm addicted. I'm addicted to assholes. <laughs> I love Raphael. I love Tony Stark. I'm, I'm addicted to assholes. That's probably why I married you. I'm addicted to assholes. The smart ass motherfucking assholes with the big brains, but the smart fucking mouths that just don't know when to <laughs> shut up. I'm addicted to assholes. Speaking of shutting up, that's all I got for you this week. Check us out on cigarnerdpodcast.com. Check us out on the ESO Network at esonetwork.com. We're on Instagram, <coughs> Facebook, and YouTube at Cigar Nerd Podcast or at Cigar Nerd Pod on the uh, Instagram and Facebooks. Uh, and I could definitely use more than one vote for me to be back on if y'all want. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm and, awesome. uh, Brad sucks. I'm awesome. <laughs> uh, you can get your energy drinks at strikeforceenergy.com, promo code Cigar Nerds. Get your Cigar Nerd shirts at. Uh, realmansmokecigars.com Speaking uh, of which, you need some new ones. Yep, and with that, break out your hammer. Yes, Gwen. Gwen, time to smack some people, and we're out. And this has been a recording of the Cigar Nerd Podcast. We're your hosts, Smoking Joe and Brad Jackson. Join us next time for more adventures in nerddom. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.